What can two women who are at different stages of life learn from each other? Jacqueline is mid-career. She's an accountant. A time that I felt really overwhelmed with my finances was about five years ago. I finally took the plunge and left the nine to five world of accounting to start my own accounting and tax practice. And Donna, who has been a business owner for decades, is focused on leaving a legacy for her children and grandchildren. When you get through eating your supper, you may go talk to Pops and ask him and see if you can go with him tomorrow. Alrighty? And then we will come in here, and if we want to find a movie, then we'll, we'll do that, okay? Donna and Jacqueline are both self-employed, but they take very different approaches to planning for the future. I'm Bola Shokumbi, a certified financial education instructor and money expert. You know, it can be hard to look at our finances head-on, and it can be really hard to talk about them, especially for women. So that's why we've made this series Fair Shares, honest conversations with real women about financial topics. It's brought to you by the Washington Post Creative Group and Mass Mutual. In the podcast, I've been sitting down with women like Jacqueline and Donna to have frank and intimate discussions about their finances. And I'll be helping them think smarter about strategies they can apply right now. Why? I want them to feel financially empowered and optimistic about their future. And I want you to feel that way too. So back to Donna and Jacqueline. Donna, who lives in Texas, has blazed her own trail. Her husband manages the majority of their household finances, and together, they've owned a variety of businesses, including one focused on health and wellness. Jacqueline, who lives in Michigan, learned about saving for the future from her mother. But even though she helps her clients manage their money, she wants to be more proactive in managing her own. Jacqueline and Donna have different perspectives when it comes to money. So I'm asking them to compare notes on what's worked and what they wish they'd known about planning for the future. That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Fear Shares. So, hi ladies. Hi, Bola. Hi, Jacqueline. Nice to meet you. I'm excited to have this conversation with both of you today. So let's get started. So I want to ask both of you about your backgrounds and your career paths. And Jacqueline, let's start with you. I know that growing up, your mom did an amazing job introducing you to personal finance. And I'd love for you to share how you were taught to think about money from your mom. Yeah, a phrase that instantly comes to mind from childhood is just the value of a dollar. I just remember growing up, my mom being like, if you have nothing, you have a dollar, you can get, you can make peanut butter and jelly, or like, you can always like provide for yourself if you just really value, just value the smallest amount of money. And I, I was actually talking to my mom the other day and just kind of thanking her for all of this knowledge that she imparted on my brother and I, we grew up, my mom was a single mom. And so she, she just did everything she could. That's great. And I think the value of a dollar, that concept is really a great way to teach kids, young adults, and even adults about money because it helps you take into context what the money is worth. So today, Jacqueline, you're an accountant and you started working as an employee, but then you transitioned into your own business. What led you to choosing accounting as a career and what is your day-to-day like? 
Yeah. You know, accounting was, was just nothing I was exposed to. But looking back, it makes total sense that I went into accounting. I just remember going into college thinking, like, I have no idea what I'm going to study. So I'll just start on this, like, business management major. And then as a requirement for that major, I took accounting 101. And I was like, oh, this this clicks. This makes sense. I've been a CPA since 2011. I started working at a mid-sized regional firm. And after a, a series of, of other jobs, it, it was always in the back of my mind, like, I wonder if one day I could work for myself and, and have my own little firm. And uh, finally, in 2016, I took the plunge. And now I, I've been working for myself ever since. It has not always been easy, but I just mm-hmm. wrapped up my fifth tax season on my own and it was probably the most brutal of tax seasons among accountants but it really felt good to kind of guide people along the the path of taxes over the past two years that's really what Mm -hmm. fuels me donna how about you how did you grow up thinking about money um i didn't like jacqueline my mom we had a single mom of four um, not a great situation And so she was always, always working, trying to provide. And uh, so I raised my brothers. And so I was well-versed actually in kind of being fearfully raising people because I was a child. And when I hit 10 years old, 10 or 11, I started babysitting full-time. So I've worked my entire life. I have never not had a job. So when you're waiting for money to come in to pay food or the rent or whatever, and my mom, she was not skilled, so she was a waitress, she was a hairdresser. I mean, she did whatever she had to do, you know, to provide for us. So it was never a thought of what to do with the money. The money was for bills, and then hopefully we'd have enough money left over <laughs> for food to raise four starving boys and me. I, I wasn't the starving person. I had, you know, brothers. And so that's that was my thing with money being raised. It was just literally a matter of having enough money to to feed a family, you know, at the, at the end of the day. So thank you for sharing that, Donna. And your story is not uncommon. In fact, it's more common than it is uncommon because most mm-hmm. people don't grow up being taught about money. They get told about money. We can't afford that. We can't do that. Don't spend your money this way. Be smart about money. But it's rare to have a parent figure say, let's sit down and go over X, Y, Z about financial planning or about budgeting or about, it's not as common. And so Jacqueline's mom was more of a unique scenario. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I, I say that to let you know that, you know, you are not alone in that upbringing. And given that you had to start working from 11 years old, I'm assuming because you were helping to raise your other siblings, you were very much focused on making the money that you had work. And Donna, you've had a winding career path. So I'd love for you to tell me about that. So I come into life, I started out nursing, that's where I started. And I ended up having a semester that I flunked one class by one point. Oh, And I wouldn't be able to take my very last semester to finish my degree. And it was devastating. And guess what it was about? It was numbers. It was a numbers class. So I could not go on to the next year. I'd have to wait a whole year. And I was devastated for two or three days. And then I realized, you know what? This is okay. So I went into hairdressing. It's just almost like nursing, except for, you know, without medicine. (laughs) 
So did that very successfully, lovingly. My husband and I, between the two of us, when we built our house, we put cash down to start our house. So we went with the aspect we were not going to be in debt. And Donna, what kind of businesses do you own? I have a health and wellness business that I have been in for 19 years and started because of my son with major issues and it's been life-changing for us and I'm still doing that although four years ago when I started doing what I'm doing now in you know in the film industry I didn't totally stop you know working my business always things that are easy are not necessarily going to be the things that are going to stick or work so we are we are very hard workers and we've imparted that with our children they are also wonderfully hard workers and my grandchildren so absolutely yeah so you've done a number of different things you started out at 11 babysitting full-time you went to nursing school hairdressing health and wellness now you're in the film space and then starting a whole new business with your husband you remind me of my mom (laughs) and you do have a couple things in common because my mom is currently a nurse and she also had a hairdressing salon (laughs) when i was so you you understand the correlation right you totally get the i mean it's just it's there's a big correlation there so i get it yes yes so this question is for both of you and i'll start with you jacqueline what practices are you currently employing to make sure that you're covering the needs for your future self, for your own financial future? And what are the current financial planning strategies that you're leveraging as you think about your future self and the financial goals you have for yourself? Yeah, um, as a as a self-employed person, that is definitely something that you have to manage all on your own. So over the, the past couple of years, as my business has grown, I've really thought about the future and just being able to take care of myself if needed. And I just try to put money in different places, uh, kind of away from where I can even think about spending it. You know, I, I'll take a percentage of what I earn over tax season and just put it into savings. Mm-hmm. And I was actually kind of hesitant to invest in 401k and, and IRAs and that kind of thing. Because when I graduated college, we were in the like 08, 09 recession. And I remember my mom talking about the value of her funds had just kind of vanished. And then like all these companies were going bankrupt. And so I'm like, is that really something I want to put my money into? Jacqueline, it sounds like you have set a good foundation for yourself. You have your savings, you're contributing to your IRA, other investments. And I do agree with you when it comes to being able to enjoy the money you work so hard for. And I'm a big advocate of building fun money, guilt-free money into your budget where you're able to do the things that you enjoy, have the experiences that you want to have, buy the things that you want without derailing your other financial goals. And Donna, what about you? How are you, what practices are you putting in place for future Donna? My husband takes care of that. So we've been married long enough now that he has, he's very successful. He does a great job. I'm like, great, Greg. Okay, do whatever. I don't care. I know that you're going to do good for our family. I know that. And that's always about our family. It's not just, you know, he and I, it's our legacy for our children. And uh, I trust him a thousand percent. And occasionally I will bring things up. You know, should we put money in this? Should we put money in that? You know, when it comes to relationships and money, 
the key is what you mentioned, trust and also communication. Mm -hmm. And so that's really great that you have that going on. And, you know, there's lots of conflicts about money and relationships for even I've had those conflicts in my own relationship. (laughs) But again, it comes down to trust, conversation and communication. Yes. Taking a break here in Fair Shares. We're talking a lot about financial tools and strategies in this episode. Thankfully, Mass Mutual has a wide range of accessible resources to help you take charge of your finances. If you go to the show notes, you'll find links to more information about all of these tools. You can also learn more at massmutual.com. Okay, back to the conversation. I just wanted to touch on a couple of the things that you guys said in terms of how you are thinking about your financial futures. So Jacqueline, you talked about not knowing if you're going to retire at a certain age or work until you're 85, still doing tax returns. You can lay those goals down, write them down and just determine using a calculator. You can leverage calculators on the Mass Mutual website to determine, okay, what is it going to cost me to attain certain things? to achieve certain financial goals if I'm working full-time versus working part-time versus fully retiring. The same would apply to you, Donna. So really laying out your goals and then just running some numbers to understand what you should be planning towards in terms of retirement is very important. Also thinking about estate planning. Donna, you have kids, grandkids, the legacy you want to leave to your kids, you know, a will, trusts, and things like that. Those are all things that financial professional can help guide you through. And and that leads me into the next point I wanted to cover with you ladies, which was, you know, based on the strategies that you said you are implementing for yourselves, thinking about it in terms of your short-term versus your long-term strategies. So your short-term strategies are things like having emergency savings so that you can cover unplanned situations because life happens. Mm -hmm. For you, Jacqueline, specifically, having emergency savings, not just for your personal life, actually for both of you. So for both you, Donna and Jacqueline, having emergency savings for your businesses so that if you had a slow season in business or a sales decline or a revenue decline, profits decline, you're able to fall back on this business savings to carry you through that season. That's really important. And so those type of short-term goals, short-term strategies are important to have. You might want to plan vacations. You may have personal projects you're working on that require financial backing. So those are things that you would put into that bucket. And then long-term is when we start talking about investing. And Jacqueline, you talked about not being sure initially about (laughs) putting your money into the 401k IRA because of the 08 recession, but investing is a long-term strategy, right? So there's always going to be short-term dips, declines based on many factors, pandemic, (laughs) politics, economic Mm -hmm. unrest, all kinds of factors tie into that. But if you were to do some research on investing, and look at the history of the stock market, you'll see that even with the short-term declines, dips, spikes, et cetera, that the trajectory of the stock market has always 
gone up. So yes. when you think about investing, you're thinking long term, right? Tied to those goals that you have for future Donna and future Jacqueline. And one thing that you want to factor in as you're investing is the potential impact of inflation. So when you think about investing, it's helping you counter inflation. It's helping you grow your money, take advantage of the power of compounding, which is essentially your money making money and your money's <laughs> money making money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not just that, also appreciation of your investments and dividends that are paid from your investments. So that's something to, to think about as you're planning out your long-term strategies. How does investing play a part in this? And again, to take a stab at numbers and potential future projections, definitely check out some of the calculators on the Mass Mutual website. Yeah, I, I feel I'm <laughs> feeling you. energized Thank and you. motivated to do so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it does sound like a lot of stuff, but you know, I always tell people just pick the one thing this week or this month you're going to focus on as you work on that plan for your finances. And if you need the support, if you need the help, there is no shame, there is no embarrassment in seeking out the help of a financial professional who can help you fine-tune your plan, finesse your plan based on the goals that you have for yourself and the things that you want to achieve, right? So they can definitely be a very helpful resource in helping you planning out, especially as even though retirement may be far away for both of you, <laughs> it's something that you still want to have a plan for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, because we all get older, you, you may want to retire earlier, you may want to adjust your long-term goals. You just want to have some sort of plan in place where you you feel comfortable knowing that you have this plan that you're working mm -hmm. while you're living life right yeah. now. Right. Yeah, I feel like I've always been really good at the short-term goals, like the pay off these loans, you know, pay off the car payment, pay off the credit card, kind of like the the relief of getting out of out of the the debt, mm -hmm. but then yeah, not really thinking about the relief of having that that net when you retire. So definitely something I want to think more about. <laughs> and Jacqueline, you've got such a great attitude and you know the first little bit of having your own business, you say self-employed, but you know you're an entrepreneur, you're a business person. Just be encouraged to know that the earlier time is the harder time mostly so you're not on the downhill you're still going up working but yes boy be encouraged I'm I'm happy and proud for you You've got such a wonderful attitude you know I see you making it you've made it so just you know really really think that I've made it not that you're making it but you, you've made it so be encouraged well, thank yeah. you, I love Donna. it love it <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely I had many people tell me like within those first two to three years, every day you're going to be like, I've made a mistake. I'm just going to go back to, to what I was doing. Yeah. And they weren't wrong. I'm on kind of maybe the other side of that mentality, still learning and growing every day. But if there's anyone out there uh, trying to, to also be an entrepreneur, um, it's uh, I don't want to make it sound like it was all sunshine and rainbows, but it's it's doable. Um, mm -hmm. You just really have to learn how to value yourself and your time and your services. It, it's hard work, but in my experience, I found that hard work always pays off as long as you're patient mm -hmm. and you're willing to learn from <laughs> failures and mistakes and you're intentional about how you plan for your business to succeed. And it, it's not easy, right? I've cried many tears, if I'm being really honest. <laughs> we all laugh that's about right. it. Yes. No, that's exactly. And I'm sure, I'm sure you both have too. Yeah, that's exactly right. It sounds like rainbows and lollipops when you're your own boss. But then there's <laughs> taking out the trash and crying over, you know, eating beans or something. I don't know. <laughs> 
every day is kind of that thought in the back of my mind, like, what else could I be doing? And am I strategizing? Mm-hmm. Well, I, maybe I should rely on some other people with more knowledge than myself to make those decisions. Yes. And it's great that you're thinking about it. Working with a financial professional can help you definitely create that plan. But things you can consider, so you have your high-yield savings, you have your Roth IRA, you can look into if you qualify for a traditional IRA or a SEP IRA, which is specific to people who own their own businesses, looking into whole life insurance. You basically want to think about diversifying these long-term investments and savings accounts that you have for yourself at the same time taking advantage of any tax benefits right which you could probably (laughs) (laughs) really dive into uh, when you think about future tax projections or you think about tax law changes and how they may affect these different accounts so you can start by doing the research on these different options I mentioned and having that conversation with a financial professional to help you lay out okay how do I diversify these different investments and then you can use your background in tax planning to really determine what the tax impact is of these accounts and then adjust your plan accordingly so that you can leverage as much of those tax benefits as possible and also in the future you can take advantage of minimizing how much tax you pay when it comes to taking money out of your Mm -hmm. investments definitely and donna for you when you think about your financial strategy have you factored in wealth management as part of your overall strategy how are you approaching outside of investing in terms of diversification how are you approaching savings for when you decide to slow down because you're not retiring <laughs> no we're, we're we're truly not retiring well you know and that's a thing because we're at the age you know we're incredibly healthy we're very health oriented so we're very healthy very energetic and of course you have to be to be able to do kind of live the life that we live but with the estate that we have, and that's something on our minds, because we have no control over that. Literally, you get out of bed, you put on your clothes, and then, you know, that's what you have control over, how you respond for the rest of the day. So we have already ventured to a financial planner for especially um, our estate, which is when we're gone, my kids will be blessed. So that's our whole goal is our legacy, of course, to our children. And so Everything about us is geared toward saving more, not necessarily spending less, but keeping more of what we earn, everything. Mm -hmm. And again, we've already gone to a financial planner to to start working on what we need to do, you know, what what information they need to have, especially over what we own and what we have. And for Greg, you know, what he's looking forward to in the future. As you continue with what you're doing really great with your finances, with your investments, with your planning, your legacy for your your kids and your grandkids, as you work with your financial professional, making sure that you are well diversified and you have those safety nets built in place, Mm -hmm. especially since you own multiple businesses. There also are, if you get to the point where you feel challenged with the small business taxes, there are actually financial professionals that specialize in small Small business business taxes. Mm -hmm. So yes, so definitely looking, for example, at the Mass Mutual website to see if 
you can leverage the resources they have or speak with any of their financial professionals that can guide you if you feel that you need that just a little bit more help when it comes to those small business um, taxes. And I would also say applicable for both of you is life insurance, right? Looking at the best types of life insurance that fit the unique needs of your life based on your dependents, the legacy you want to leave. So whether you want to get permanent life insurance, term life insurance, definitely check out the Mass Mutual website and look at their life insurance calculator to run some numbers and scenarios to see what could work for you. And also thinking about long-term care, right? When you do eventually slow down, you know, how do you want your care to happen? Mm -hmm. Where do you want to live? What is it going to cost? Factoring that into your financial plan is really important. And we did touch on tax diversification and we did touch on having a backup fund for your business in the event that things slow down. So having that cash buffer really helps you have peace of mind as you focus on your passion, as you focus on helping people, as you focus on Donna's, you know, building this business with your family and your kids and Jacqueline, you're focusing on helping your clients have great experiences and, you know, creating those tax returns. Having that money in the bank will just give you that peace of mind that, you know, I can just do what I do and not have to stress too much about next month's bills for my business. Well, thank you so much, Donna and Jacqueline. It was really great to meet you guys and to have this conversation with you. I appreciate you being open and sharing your journeys through entrepreneurship. And I'm excited to see how you guys grow and scale into the future. So thank you so much for sharing. Well, thank you so much for having us. So nice to meet you, Jacqueline. And I know that you're going to do well. So there you go. And Bola, thank you. You've been a wonderful hostess. So thank you. Likewise, Donna, it was wonderful meeting you. (laughs) This has been Fair Shares. Throughout the series, I'm talking with women from different backgrounds and stages of life. Don't forget to check the show notes for links to all the resources we discussed today. If this episode got you thinking about your own financial situation and goals, carve out some time this week to take next steps. I promise you'll feel better and more confident. And as always, MassMutual.com is a smart resource that's easy to navigate where you can begin to answer your financial questions. Until next time, thank you for listening.